Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Hello, and welcome to a live episode of the Poke Tower Podcast, episode 81. Let's say what's up to the live audience we have today in the chat. We got CT, Tony. Chris, Superman, Chase, Eddie, Pokey Ben. What's up, guys? Hope everyone's having a good day. I'm a little tired today, but we're gonna we're gonna push through push through today's show. Episode 81 of the Poke Tower Podcast. If you're new here, this is a trading cards and collectibles podcast, primarily talking about Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, and Digimon. Anything else that interests us, we also talk about. So welcome. If you're new here, check us out. What's up, guys? We got a lot of good stuff today. Uh, there was something I was supposed to say. Oh, duh. This Friday, we have our Poke Tower April Discord box break, which will be featuring Realm of the Gods, which is already sold out. And then we have 2005 Tops The Batman. It's a vintage box. Uh, we have a few left of that. So if you haven't got in on this box break... Head to the Poketower.com, get yourself some packs, because we got a bunch of cool stuff to give away too. The first 25 orders are going to be getting free Digimon Alpha Evolve cards from one of our members, Paperclip, aka Jake. On top of that, a free PSA 9 Kabutops Hollow from Fossil is going to be given away to one lucky winner. So how do you enter that stuff? Well, you'd basically buy a pack and you will be entered to play. That's how it works. The uh, Realm of the Gods packs are going to be one raffle ticket, and the Tops Batman will be two raffles. So if you get the off-the-wall vintage pack, we reward you with two raffle tickets and uh, increases your chances to win the slab. Ivan, what's up? I'm sorry, guys. Devin is not here again today. <laughs> I know... I know he keeps he keeps evading us, but he should be back soon. I'm not even going to give you a date. I'm just going to let you know that he will be back soon. Um, and hopefully next week would be the best, right? <clears throat> All right, guys, let's have a good show today. Uh, we got some cool stuff, interesting stuff too. Um, we're talking vintage, modern. We got it all. All right, here we go, guys. Let's get into the show. If I'm missing anything, please let me know. Here we go. First little bit for today, we're going to do another blind resume, okay? That's the one thing. We're going to do another blind resume uh, because you guys have been giving me good feedback on it, and I also think it helps uh, helps everyone. It's really good stuff. It helps me out. Like, I had an epiphany today because of what I researched. Yes, please, blow up Devin's Discord. Annihilate him. <clears throat> we miss Devin. I know. Everyone misses Devin. All right. Here we go. Blind resume this week. Check it out. Let's see what you guys got. Let me move. Uh, I'm going to have to hide the chat here in a second. Um, so we're, we're going to do a blind resume today with Pokemon XY Evolutions. Okay. Let me bump this down. There we go. Pokemon XY Evolutions. Um, 
specifically the sealed booster packs. Okay, so we're not talking about booster boxes. We're not talking about uh, anything, you know, beyond sealed booster packs of XY Evolutions, okay? The average last five sales uh, put us at a price point of $18.39. Now, if you look at the total graded number, the total graded number I'm going off of is how many cards at PSA um, that have been graded that are XY Evolution. So there are actually 100, 176,356 cards graded at PSA for this specific set. 48,089 of them are PSA 10, which means 27.2% of the total population is PSA 10s. Table of Madness, what's up? Josh, what's up? You guys didn't miss too much. We are just starting. Here we go. Um, our blind resume guest has an average sale for the last five sales of $18.18. So very similar price points. Very similar price points. The difference is, is that the total graded cards for this set is 6014 of that population, 2,222 are PSA 10, which means that 36.9% of the entire population is PSA 10 for this uh, blind resume guess. All right. <laughs> yes, he's raffling his war grandma. <laughs> Flash fires the guess, huh? Platinum or black and white? You guys know me well, but you don't know me that well. Check this out. Let me hide the chat real quick. Actually, I'll just, uh, I'll move you guys out of the way here, okay? Move you out of the way. Um, boom. Here we go. Ancient Oranges. Ancient Oranges. Yes, Ancient Origins. Caught my attention today, guys. You're not going to believe this. So, the reason I picked this set is because it's an XY expansion, right? Came out in 2015. Evolutions came out in 2016. They're very similar. Look at the prices per pack. Look at the difference in the populations. Okay. We're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive because it gets really interesting really fast. And let me tell you, after about a half hour of research, I am a huge fan of ancient oranges, as Devin would say. Yeah. Check this out, guys. Check this out. Next little bit here. Let me pop the chat in. So we can, you guys can see, here you go. Actually, that doesn't help at all. You guys are going to go away. Go away. I'm, I'm going to delete you for now. Go away. Okay. Here we go. Check this out. Now we're going to get into some specifics here. So the best card you can get, right? Arguably out of XY Evolutions is the Charizard, which sells on TCG player for $51.82. There are 22,159 of them graded. <laughs> 310 of those are PSA 10. So very hard to get a PSA 10. In fact, it's a 1.39%, 1.4% chance you're going to land a 10 if you get a Charizard and try to grade it. Okay? Let's go to the our, our contender on the right, Ancient Oranges. You got the Mega Rayquaza EX. Selling at $94.23 on TCG Player. 
Total graded population of 567, 217 of those are PSA 10s, which means 38.2% of the entire Mega Rayquaza uh, population is PSA 10. Don't try to compare these two cards, right? Because obviously a PSA 10 Charizard is going to destroy a PSA 10 Mega Rayquaza. I don't want you to think like that. What I want you guys to think is in terms of opportunity. Think about this in terms of opportunity. What are the chances you're going to land a PSA 10 Charizard? What are the chances that people are also trying to land PSA 10 Charizards? And then compare that to how many people are actually paying attention to Ancient Origins? And how many people are actually paying attention to these numbers, right? So it's all about the opportunity. Alpha, what's up? How's it going? It's the opportunity. I want you to see this as an opportunity to look somewhere else when everyone is looking this way, okay? They're looking this way, you look this way because it's much easier to play the game when you're not competing with tens of thousands of people, right? You will get flooded out and you will lose if you're trying to compete with tens of thousands of people. But when you can compete with a couple hundred people, your chances of success increase dramatically, okay? Let's move on. Check out some of the bangers in this set, guys. Oh my gosh, this is so slept on. I did a little comparison. You know what's funny? Is these are some of the, what this is, this slide here is some of the best sellers in XY Evolutions versus some of the best sellers in Ancient Origins. Oranges. Origins. Okay. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, guys. This is the funny thing. You notice how all the cards on the XY Evolution side are not the reprints? That Mega Charizard is, but do you guys see what I'm saying here? These are these are newer. Like you would have thought that the Nine Tails would be up there, the Gyarados, uh, Charizard. Um, who else would be in there? Um, Hitmonchan. You know, like the the Vintage Hollows, right? They were actually at the lowest lowest on the list of TCG player prices. These actually had better prices. The Mega Venusaur, Mega Blastoise, Mega Charizard, Dragonite, Full Art, right? So the cards that aren't even throwback, right? Quote unquote throwback. The ones that everyone says XY Evolutions is going to be huge because it's a reprint of the original stuff. They didn't even make the top five on the list. They are like bottom. These are the cards that people are paying more money for. Versus the cards on the right. You got a Primal Groudon. You got Lugia. You got Primal Kyogre. You got Giratina EX. Look at... Just compare the artworks, first of all. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> the the Ancient Oranges... Origins. Oh my gosh. Devin has got me totally jacked, <laughs> jacked up with the Ancient Origins. The artwork is superior, guys. I also think it's a better Pokemon selection. Way, I mean, superior selection here on those full arts. And I believe we took a look at the Primal Kyogre not too long ago in the uh, bid wars, right? We all thought it was a little underpriced. So now let's go back. Let's take a step back here. We, we, think, it's, we think it's underpriced, right? Based on the Kyogre that we were looking at a while back. You look at the populations here, 
Look at the prices. Look at the prices per pack. Ancient Origins is an absolute grab right now. I am sold on this. Um, amazing cards, amazing artwork. And when you can get a pack for the same price as XY Evolutions, that is absolutely loaded in the PSA pops right now. I mean, it's just loaded. It's oversaturated is what it is. Look at that. Amazing. Um, here's a here's a look at the price the price of the booster packs too as well. That's something I wanted to share. Very similar. Very similar. Look at that. You go back one year. XY Evolutions booster packs and Ancient Origins are showing almost the same exact trends. Ancient Origins is a little more stable, I want to say, right? There's not as many up and downs. It's not as crazy as XY. I think, you know, I think we're already seeing that too, CT. I really do. So CT said, I wonder if we'll see the same about Digimon and Classic Collection. No, I, I totally agree. And we're kind of already seeing it. You know why? Because if you look at Analog Youth and the alternate art, that card is outperforming any of the vintage uh, cards that have been reprint, quote unquote, reprinted, right? So we're already seeing it there. And I thought that was really interesting with this as well, is why didn't, why aren't any of our vintage, I mean, besides Charizard, Charizard is the number one card. But then once you go past, once you go past him, these are the other cards that follow him. It's not the vintage hollows that you're seeing. It's absolutely nuts. Um, and to be honest, if, if I'm being honest with you, I would much rather have these anyways because I have the originals. You know what I mean? Why? I don't want the reprint. I already have them. I would much rather have these because these are first appearance. You know what I mean? If you want to say that. Um, they're good looking cards. I think that we, we've already discussed this before. That Pokemon has to step their game up with artwork because they're going to get blown out the water. And I think when you look at XY, the era of XY, some of their artwork is just, I mean, even the card layouts, the way they did Megas, the way they did texture, the way they did black borders on that Lugia and the Giratina, that is, they need to get back to doing that stuff because that's, that's what we want. That's what I want to see. That's what a lot of people want to see. So uh, pretty pretty interesting stuff here. You know, and I'm not, I don't want you to think that I'm saying a PSA 10 Charizard is, is worse than a PSA 10 Mega Rayquaza. Don't twist it. Don't get it twisted at all. What I'm saying is, is for the same price per booster pack, right? Same price per booster pack. You have a much higher, let's say you spend 10 grand on evolutions and 10 grand on ancient origins. What I'm saying is, is that you have a much easier path and success rate with ancient origins than you do with XY evolutions. That's what I'm trying to say. If you really wanted to invest, and you know I hate that word, but if you wanted to invest, ancient origins is much safer. You're not competing with as many people, and in my opinion, has better artwork and better cards. This is a much cooler selection on the right-hand side. And you, you don't get this rocky, you know, look at this. You don't get this rocky up and down like XY Evolutions has been doing. This is kind of like 
this is unstable. Whereas you look at oranges over here, it's just almost a straight line. And that's really healthy. You know, how long is that going to last? I don't know. But if, if I had to spend money, I would go spend money on ancient oranges instead of, <laughs> instead of XY evolutions. Like if I was going to go on TCG player and spend a thousand bucks, I would buy a thousand dollars of these raw cards on the right. There you guys go. That's our blind resume this week for po uh, Pokemon. XY, man. It's really going to draw my interest. I, I, was, I was stunned when I saw this. All right. Let me bring back my chat here. Here we go, guys. Now, let's talk about some Digimon this week. We've got a lot of Digimon news. I think you're going to like it. Here we go. Digimon. All right, we're going to get into some basic Digimon news this week. And then we're going to get into some real cool stuff. Really cool stuff. So first part here uh, being Digimon Errata. So they have some Errata cards that they just released um, the information on about four days ago. Let's check it out. Hold on. If you don't know what Errata is, right? Errata is basically when the trading card company publishes information about a misprint or error in the text of a card. And then in terms of competitive play, they give you the rules on how you should be playing this card, if that makes sense. Okay? Here we go. Don't put too much stock into this. I just like to talk about it because, you know, on TikTok, you, you'll see a lot of people, hey, I need to... I need to get this card. It's an error. And I don't believe in that. I think there's very few. I think there's actually very few situations where that actually plays out. All right. Erratic cards are cards which have their text changed due to misprints to clarify translation wording or to adjust game balance. There you go. I just said it. The errata, the card errata after text is applied to all game formats. So again, with Digimon, I think this is more towards Gameplay, not towards collectability, um, but, you know, people do weird stuff these days. Here we go. So this is from the Tournament Pack. This is the first bit here. Tournament Pack Volume 5 promo. You got Ruli. This is an image of the fixed post-errata version. Okay, so Ruli. And here's the errata. Before it was Ruri. <laughs> now it's changed to Ruli. Read as the errata when playing. Due to scheduling constraints, this card will not be reprinted in the revision pack. So they're just not going to do it. They're just not going to do a corrected one. They're just saying, <laughs> just fix it. They're like, just, it is what it is. Um, and I think that's, in terms of like scalping and stuff, that's actually the good thing. That's actually the better thing to do. Here's another tournament pack uh, error here. Angoramon. This is an image of the fixed post-errata version, okay? And here's the errata. So when attacking, once per turn, if you have Ruri in play, gain one memory. And then all they did to change it was when attacking, once per turn, if you have Ruli in play, gain. So they, they changed one letter, Ruri to Ruli. I wonder if that was a language barrier thing. This is the one I got to check out. I, I need to check this one out, actually. So classic collection. I, I bet you a lot of us have this one. Metal Edamon, 
This is an image of the fixed post errata version. Okay. Card errata, your turn. For each Digimon with Edamon in its name in your trash, this Digimon gets 1,000 DP. Okay. They changed it to opponent's turn instead of your turn. Read as the errata when playing. Due to scheduling constraints, this card will not be reprinted in the revision pack. Please use the post errata text of this card. Thank you for your understanding. So you can still play it. Let me see here. Oh, right there, your turn. So this is the... How do you... If they don't... That's crazy. So I guess you just have to store all this in your head if you're playing. But I don't know who would be playing Metal Edamon anyways. But um, like you just catalog that in your brain. You're like, oh yeah, here's the corrected version. Because I don't have the... They don't reprint it. Uh, I got to check this out on mine though. Because I, I mean, everyone has this card, I think. Oh man, are you kidding me? The secret rares? No way. Okay, so now you have the secret rares, Machine Dramon, Altart, and the standard art. Um, let's see what happened. Oh my gosh. Okay. So before it said you may place up to five red and or black cards with Cyborg. All right. And then it goes on. And then after it says you may place up to five level five red and or black. So they change it to level five. I think I have my binder on hand. Let me check that. I got to see that real quick. Um, that's pretty cool. I mean, especially on a secret rare. Let me see here. I got to see. If, I got three copies of that card. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Uh let's see. Yeah. You may place up to five red and or black cards. And then the, the fix here says you need you may place up to five level five red. So that is kind of cool. Especially because it's on a secret rare. That's that's really cool. That's pretty cool. And for me, for me, what it would be, it's it's story for me. So if someone's taking a look at my binder and they're like, dude, tell me about these cards, right? And they're not, they're not nerds like us. They're just like, dude, I hear you collect. Tell me something. It's just a cool story to talk about. Hey, you didn't, you know, these are secret rares and they actually messed it up. You know, does it change the price? No, it doesn't really change the price, but I think it's cool that this card has a story, right? I'll always remember that. And then people that don't know that, go, oh, wow, how do you remember that? You know, oh, you're so smart. You know, <laughs> they could, they could do something like that, you know? So, um, it's just it's just one of those things you just store it in the back of your brain and it's a cool little, you know, knickknack thing. All right. We got uh double diamond dash packs. Exactly. Anna Fabrizio, what's up? We're just chilling, we're doing the show like we always do. All right. Uh Kirisari Mon. This is an image of the fixed version, and let's see what happens here. What they change? Oh, it looks like all of your Digimon versus all of your other Digimon. Oh, and then they added buy an opponent effect. Okay, so that everything that's in red is stuff that they added. I don't have this card, so I mean, I don't think I have it. I don't know. Oh, I think everyone has this one, right? Kudamon. Everyone probably has this card. <clears throat> Okay, so same thing, same exact text, except at the end of the after, it says for the turn. That's the change that they add. 
And it's crazy that they're not, they're just not reprinting any of these. Hmm. Booster, uh, oh, Double Diamond. Mockmon. I don't think I have any Mockmons. I mean, I might have one copy. I don't think I have more than one, but. Here we go. Opponent's effect, that deletion. I just, I'm just looking here, guys. There's a lot of errata. Oh, wow. Mamemon. He's got some errors. And you know what's funny is I think I have like three or four copies of this super rare as well. So we'll check that real quick. Um, you may delete Digimon to prevent it. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Digimon will be deleted by an opponent's effect to prevent that delete. It's crazy how they have to specify this stuff. I wonder if that's like an actual issue at tournaments. So they're like, we have to say this because people are, they're, they're actually just like destroying the rules. Yeah. So we have, we have three copies of that card and it definitely has way less text than the, the correction. That's cool stuff. It would be really interesting too. If, uh, if Digimon actually made first edition and second, you know, and then second prints and things like that, then it would be very uh, cool to see this, right? Because that would kind of remind me of Yu-Gi-Oh, um, their first edition and then their unlimited and then their reprints after unlimited, right? There's like little knickknacks if you don't pay attention to the way the words are spaced out. And like, it could literally be like one space character over. And that's the difference between reprint, unlimited, or like first edition. Crazy stuff. Meikumon. Everyone has this card, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, unified. This one's kind of funny. Unidentified type, unidentified. Now they change it to unknown type, unknown. There's a lot of reprints. This is, I mean, I think if we can take anything from this, guys, is that people make mistakes. Wow. This one? Oh my gosh, okay. Oh wow. And they do have a a fix for that one. This uh tie card. I I think everyone has this one, but that's like an old one. Um I think I think the key, the key thing to take away from this is that it's pretty common. Look at how many cards are in here, guys. This just happens, right? It's also cool because that kind of gives me the feeling that the competitive play for Digimon is that serious that they have to specify this stuff. They have to. And uh, that's just really cool to me. Very cool. Don't want to get too deep into it. It's just, it is what it is, right? All right, next bit of news for Digimon. We got a lot of Digimon today, but I mean, hey. New Ghost Rare for Alphamon. I got you guys with the thumbnail. I don't know why the thumbnail didn't upload, by the way. I apologize for that. On the Discord, it like, posted like one of my banners but it's it's weird it was not the actual i know i put that thumbnail in there too so that's a little upsetting anyways new ghost rare for alphamon let's check it out remember the last time we had a ghost rare was omnimon and he's doing surprisingly well i am pleased with the progress that card is making um and like we said, I mean, when were we talking about this? We were talking about this uh, early, late last year. Was it late last year? Yeah. Late last year, um, maybe early this year, I was saying, Ceiling, he's going to be a Starlight Rare. Um, 
floor, he's going to be like a champion's path Charizard. And he has exceeded my expectations. He's definitely looking more like a Starlight Rare for Yu-Gi-Oh. That's kind of like the, the level of difficulty to pull. And it's also trending towards his price. Is That's kind of what he's representing right now. A new Ghost Rare is coming to the Digimon card game. Here we go. go Alphamon, which I thought that was interesting. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Alphamon fan. I don't really know much about Alphamon. I guess I'd have to jump into the Digimon lore. But, he, you know, he's not a part of the original squad. So that's... It's interesting to me that they went with him. I don't know. Okay. During the release of BT6, Double Diamond Bandai included a special gem to help celebrate the first anniversary of the Digimon card game. This card became known as Ghost Omnimon and took the Secret Rare Omnimon artwork from the first set special release booster and removed the majority of its color, leaving behind an incredible lined hollow with nothing we had seen before in the TCG. Now as we sail through the second year of the game, the Ghost Rare Digimon card is set to arrive. Oh, I didn't know it's been two years already. Crazy. And that's kind of cool. I'm totally down for that. If they want to do one card a year... That is sick. That's going to make it very fun to collect. The next Ghost Rare coming to the Digimon card game will be Alphamon, a fellow Royal Knight. Okay, I like that theme. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. Royal Knights. Who stood and fought beside the legendary Omnimon. It is believed that the Ghost Alphamon will share the same design to keep the Ghost cards uniform in appearance. Amazing. Although it is unconfirmed whether they will reuse the Alphamon artwork also seen in the Double Diamond Booster, or if they'll go with a new Alphamon. Okay. To date, Ghost Omnimon is the rarest booster card in the entire game. I love it. Love it. Believed to have had one in three cart, uh, carton. Okay, so one in three uh, case chance of pulling, with the English counterpart having a similarly low pull rate. When Double Diamond was first released late last year, we reported sale prices of $1,000, $1,200, and 1694 for raw copies. Although the prices have dropped and settled since then, the Ghost Omnimon is still selling around 800 which is right on par with Starlight Rares and cards of that nature. I mean, it is like on the money. Will we see Ghost Alphamon follow the same value and rarity pattern? I probably so. Especially if they make this a yearly thing. I think that's really cool. To date, the Ghost Omnimon is the rarest booster card in the game. Okay, we, it just double printed that. I don't know why it did that. <clears throat> in March, earlier this year, PSA 10 Ghost Omnimon sold for a whopping $6,547. At the time, it still only had a population of 21 cards in the registry, with 10 of those only achieving PSA 10. Two PSA 9s also sold in March for 1000 and 1025 Here's a look at the new set. Can we click it? Nope, we can't. Okay. Ghost Alphamon will release in the Zoros Encounter set, which will hit stores October 14th. Okay, perfect. The Zoros Encounter will focus on Digimon Zoros Wars scene, known as Digimon Fusion in the English dub. Okay, so I got to watch Fusion. I haven't watched Fusion. This is the sixth series in the anime and saw Tamers fusing several Digimon together to create stronger digital monsters. As well as having the Ghost Rare included, the Zeros Encounter will have also have two or more alt art cards that will be exclusive to the English version of the game. It is unknown that these cards will be the Japanese version will also receive two unique card arts. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Very cool. That's an awesome card, by the way. 
awesome card. I have yet to get my hands on one. Definitely dropped the ball. When I could have been buying these at $500, we read it wrong, right? We read it wrong. It is what it is. Now I got to pay a pretty penny for one. Technically, Devin owes me one, right? Because I gave him... I gave him my Black Luster Soldier PSA 10. So technically, he just has to give me the Omnimon and we're, we're even. <clears throat> Alpha said he saw some of the fusion. It wasn't bad. Oh, that's good. Good. I haven't even got through um, season two of the of Digimon Adventure. Uh, my son is like dragging his feet. We got to get through it. Uh, once he sees Black War Greymon, it's over. I already know it, but he's taking his time. Okay, so there you go. little quick news on that. Now let's get into the good stuff, guys. Let's get into the good stuff. Uh-oh. Video is not working. I got to... Ow, hold on. Something in my eye. I have a video for you. If I can get this thing in my eye. Okay. I have a video. It's a vintage Digi Battle opening. From one of our Discord members. Cross, okay. Pronounced cross encounters. That makes sense. Did, did they try to be edgy with like the X? I have something stuck in my eye. I think it's an eyelash. It's because someone just pulled heat. Out of this this uh, vintage booster box or vintage booster pack opening that I'm about to show you guys, my eyes are burning. Okay, so that's not going to work. But I had a plan B. I have a plan B. So let me fix this real quick. Eyes watering. Okay, let me fix this real quick so you guys can see what I'm trying to show you. Uh, window capture. Window capture. <laughs> Where's my downloads? Here we go. You guys are going to believe this. We got a Series 5 vintage opening of Digibattle. So remember, um, our one of our newest members, his name is Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener? Wiener Schnitzel? I don't know how to say his name. Um, his name's Eric, by the way. But uh, he bought a pack of Series 5 Digibattle. It was an orange pack. And I told him that we wanted to compare um, what pools he got with what information I have so that we could um, see if the information being put out regarding like the pool rates and stuff is accurate. So let me see if I can. I know I can pull this up. Just give me a second. Oops, there it is. Let me see if I can pull this window up for you guys. One second. Oh. Why does that? Okay, that might work. Let's see if this works. Window capture. Let's do this. Slides. Where are my slides? Up, 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 up. Is this it? Nope. Is this it? Nope. Is this it? Nope. Okay. So, we need to capture a different window. How do I do this? Properties. One second, guys. I, I really want to show you this so that we can all experience a vintage opening together. 
Let me just add another window real quick. Display capture. Let's see if I can do this. There it is. Bada bing. Can you guys see that? There we go. So what you're seeing here is Eric. He's got a Bud Light. He's smashing a Bud Light. Um, he's opening a pack of Series 5 Digibattle Orange. Here we go. Okay. Pretty excited to open this. I love Digibattle. Me too. And it took me so long to open up the detector one. They did not make it easy. <clears throat> oh, holy smoke. Now, normally these packs come in blister packs, better. guys. They don't come Completely loose easy. like this. So whoever had given him this pack, it must have came out of the blister pack, right? So the, the plastic oh, and cardboard that it normally comes in, that they always come in that. They don't come in booster boxes or anything like that. So keep that in mind. And he's he's struggling here. And that, that's that's what a lot of us have heard about these vintage yeah, packs. This is, uh, this is pretty tough. Some fresh, pack fresh cards here. Holy smokes. <laughs> he's having, he's having some, tr some trouble there. I think this adds to the, uh, the suspense here. So you can tell... Digimon had some serious quality control. Good quality control. Here we go. Elephantmon. Elephantmon. Nice. Ponchomon. Karatenmon. Searchmon. Tokenmon. Rabbitmon. Peacockmon. Swanmon. Swanmon. Uh, unfortunately, no hollow or nothing. Well, it was still fun. Very nostalgic. Awesome. So check this out, guys. That's it for the video. Let me go ahead and uh, pull up our other, our slides now. Duh. Where are we at? Can I delete you? How do you go? Goodbye. There we go. Slides. And we're back in. If I can get it. Where'd you go? One second as I try to figure this out. Here we go. All right. So you guys saw what I wanted to touch on. If I can get this dang thing pulled up. Hold on. Um, is. That that Swanmon that you saw at the end. Had that been a hollow. That. That hollow would be, um, how do I say it, would be in line with what we know in terms of like the pool rates. So that Swanmon, if it, if it would have been a hollow, it would be in an orange pack. I don't, I don't know how to explain that to you, um, if I'm explaining it right. Uh, what is going on? What are you doing here? Uh, is this it? There we go. Duh. Does that make sense, guys? 
Does everyone kind of understand what I'm saying? There we go. I saw some. Oh wait, I think it's pronounced cross. Oh wow, I haven't had. I thought I thought someone would have said anything. Said something by now. Um. So again, the reason why this is important is because when when Eric here, when Eric shared that he had that pack and he was going to open it, he was asking, "Hey, do you guys know what I can get out of this specific pack? Like, can I get this card out of this color? Can I get this card out of this color?" And we were telling him, Jake and myself, we were telling him, we said, hey, you know, based on what we know, you wouldn't be able to get that card in this color. And he's like, well, so-and-so told me that he pulled it out of that car, out of that pack. And we're like, and I told him, I said, you know, I would take that with a grain of salt because I don't think that's true. You know, it it would basically be against like everything we've ever learned Digimon and how they did their their inserts um so that's why it was important to share that he was actually supposed to send that to me and we were going to open it here on the poke tower and I was going to open up a green pack that I own as well so that we can kind of compare the pools I was really hoping that he was going to pull a hollow because if he pulled a hollow we could go right to one of the documents I have and see hey that guy is you're supposed to pull him from this pack and he came out of here that's what it was supposed to be. Um, but obviously he didn't pull a hollow. But again, it landed on that Swanmon. And if that Swanmon was a hollow, that matches with what we know comes out of orange packs. So um, very interesting stuff. I'm hoping that we can open some more to kind of prove those theories, you know, right or wrong. Um, but I wanted to show you that just because, you know, we don't... Who's ever seen a Series 5 pack get opened? That's the first time I've seen one get opened. So I had to, uh, let me get my chat back. I don't think it's going on. There we go. I had to, um, you know, make sure. I am having some serious issues. There we go. Gosh, that's a pain in the butt. Okay. So there you guys go. Uh, that was a little bit on some vintage Digimon there. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Now... We're going to get into some Dragon Ball news this week. Here we go. All right. Dragon Ball news this week. We got a Beerus SPR coming from one of the newer sets. Um, nothing major, right? I'm not... I'm not uh, I'm not trying to say that this is going to be a big deal. I just want you guys to get some gouge on some stuff that's coming out. Um, we do have a few Beerus fans in the Discord. I think someone mentioned that they wanted to get the signature card of his. So here we go. Beerus SPR. I think we're going to get the name of the set here in a second. This is from Ludkins. Is it? Nope. Leading Cool. So. Dragon Ball Super Preview's Ultimate Squad. That's the name of the set. Ultimate Squad, a Beerus SPR. Bandai has started to show off cards from the next official Dragon Ball Super Card Game expansion. This June 2022 set is the 17th main set and notably also the 18th and final expansion under the Unison Warriors series banner. So this is the final set of Unison Warriors. 
and then we move on to Zenkai series. Um, this set, titled Ultimate Squad, focuses on androids and robots of Toriyama's universe. It will also include cards that recreate scenes and feature characters from the upcoming movie Dragon Ball Super Superhero, which is very cool. I hope that movie stands up to all the hype, right? Because the, the last movie that came out was amazing. So cool. Um, we're going to have some movie scenes. That's pretty dope. It's also going to have some Dragon Ball GT with the de-aged Goku, Cell Saga, Cooler Movies, and Red Ribbon Army. As Dragon Ball Super Card Game debuts artwork from this upcoming set, Bleeding Cool will offer a cool look into the upcoming cards. Okay, so they're going to they're gonna keep showing them off. Here's the Beerus. If I didn't get this ad in my face, there we go. And it looks pretty cool. Um, let me hide you guys real quick. The box, the box is different. I mean, you got Goku and Piccolo. Oh, wow, that's the bad guy from the new movie. Interesting. It's kind of like a mashup of everything. And then this Beerus card is... I think the coolest thing about this Beerus card is that it's purple, right? That's the only thing that I see really impressive about it. But you never know with this Dragon Ball stuff. Like, the, the way they do the foiling... The way they throw all the gold around, it could make this card really pop if it has the right amount of texture or, you know, embellishment, things like that. Alpha says, I hope they do Gohan some justice. Uh, no, seriously, they need to. It, it, would be, it would be epic if they did. Um, let's see what else they have. So there's nothing really, just yet another awesome Beerus special rare. I personally love how this one plays with the gold textured foil to accentuate Beerus's aura. Did it really? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. The holographic foil for the most of the card is light purple. Beerus aura outlined in gold. Okay. The coolest part to me is the dark violet foil within the flaming aura, which speaks to the intense power of Beerus's Hakai. Wow, they really paid attention to... Attention to the details here, which I, I enjoy. While the direct previous card that we saw, Super Saiyan 2 Kefla, was pretty major disappointment, this yet is yet another beautifully illustrated special rare. There you go. Real basic today, uh, with Dragon Ball. We've been we've been going hard with the with the Dragon Ball God rare and stuff, so it's going to be quiet. I think it's going to be pretty quiet the next few weeks unless something crazy happens. I do have a Dragon Ball sub coming back from PSA. I would probably say within the next few weeks. So maybe we can share that. But um, I expect it to be pretty quiet until it's movie time, which will be around June for Dragon Ball. All right. Moving on. We got some Yu-Gi-Oh! news. Here we go. You guys know we've been slacking on the Yu-Gi-Oh! content. So, again, um, I had to share some Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff. Hopefully, when Devin gets back, we'll have more. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today was kind of like, if I were to be buying Yu-Gi-Oh! This is probably what I would do. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. There you guys go. This is, this is just, let me hide myself real quick so you guys can see what's going on. Um, oh, that didn't help. There we go. So, heart of the cards this week, we're talking blue eyes. 
Legend of Blue Eyes, uh, White Dragon, and Metal Raiders. I can't believe that Metal Raiders has three times <laughs> less the amount of cards graded at PSA than LOB. I was actually stunned on that. They got 23,000 cards graded for LOB. And then you have Metal Raiders, which is the second set. And, and arguably, some people may say it's a better set than LOB. And it's only got 8,600 cards graded. Um, you know, I know... So in LOB, you obviously have... You have your Dark Magician. You have... You have the Blue Eyes White Dragon. You have the Exodia pieces. You have uh, Trihorn Dragon. You have Red Eyes Black Dragon. Um, Swords of Revealing Light. Monster Reborn. You have Gaia, Curse of Dragon, Celtic Guardian. It's loaded. It, it's absolutely loaded. Um, but I think people forget a lot about Metal Raiders too because Metal Raiders has some insane cards, right? Especially like when you think about Summon Skull, Black Skull Dragon, Gate Guardian, the three pieces that belong to the Gate Guardian. Um, there's lots of really cool cards in Metal Raiders. Um, so... When just looking at this, this is if I if I had to choose, you know, I would be looking at Metal Raiders for sure. As a matter of fact, I want to say, shoot, in January, in January, I was actually going to buy a couple boxes of Metal Raiders European boxes. Um, they come with, they're they're English cards, but they come with the EU uh, identifier, so that you can tell that they're um. What do you call um, Euro, Euro print, right? So very similar to what you see with like Digimon or even like um, other Yu-Gi-Oh sets, right? You'll see Asian American, right? Or you'll see Europe. Even though they're English cards, they, they specify what region they came from so that you can understand what print run it was a part of. And I would absolutely, I would lose my mind if I was to ever pull a Black Skull Dragon out of a booster pack. Because I remember as a kid, oh my gosh, Yu-Gi-Oh was so hard, I couldn't pull anything. I never had any luck pulling any good cards out of, out of Yu-Gi-Oh. The only reason I had good cards was because I had starter decks that are somehow, you know, those they're actually valuable now, right? But... Back then, you know, everyone had those Dark Magicians. Everyone had Starter Deck, Blue Eyes, you know. Everyone had the basic stuff. Um, I never had Booster Pack hits. So, to me, yeah, I, I, am, I am really thinking hard, you know. I'm almost at that point. Like, if I were to buy a base set booster box of Pokemon versus a box of LOB or a box of Metal Raiders, I would probably lean towards getting Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I think it's because I'd be more... I'd be more inclined to actually open it up versus keep it sealed. That's just me. Um, but I, I had to look at the numbers because I'm not, I'm not much of a, a modern Yu-Gi-Oh guy. So like, if, if a modern Yu-Gi-Oh set comes out, the only reason I'm buying it is because it has some sort of dark magician in it some sort of blue eyes, right? Some sort of black luster soldier, some sort of Gaia, some sort of uh, summon skull or, you know, arch fiend, right? Some sort of red eyes. It's, it's always got to have a tribute back to the original, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. 
if it has like synchro stuff and it's got Neo, like I'm just not as interested. Um, maybe I need to watch the newer anime to get interested in those cards. But like, you know, give me give me a throwback to Obelisk or like Slifer, and I'm all over it, right? Um, I think that's why I liked uh, Maximum Gold so much. Eldorado is amazing. Ghost from the Past is amazing. Just because you get those nostalgic cards back that that I enjoyed as a kid, right? My best highly pulled. Oh, <clears throat> someone had a comment there. It got it got removed. Okay, so there you go. Just some real quick Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. It was just Yu-Gi-Oh was on my mind today. I was like, man, dude, we don't get to share enough because Devin's not here. Um, but damn, you know, this is you talk about nostalgia, man. This is this this really hits home for me. All right, let's get into the Poke Tower top five. We got a fresh top five. Here we go, guys. Top five, let's go. Falcons Gaming, what's up? Okay, so the top five. If you're new here, the Poke Tower top five is basically my living document, living documentation of things that are on my eBay watch list. And I kind of rank them, you know, what am I buying right now? What am I looking at buying? What am I thinking about buying, right? So like top five list. These are not things I'm telling you to buy. These are things that I'm telling you I'm buying. And I kind of explain why. So um, it's been a staple of the show. People like to see what I'm buying. Here we go. Number five this week. We got, yes, this is crazy. Um, Digimon Digibattle sealed starter decks. Now this is a, like a case of sealed starter decks, right? So these are two player packs. Um, you get 10 starter decks in this sealed box. What does this remind you of, guys? I'll show you right now. I'll show you something right now. Check this out. This is this is what I get. When I think about this, this is this is what goes through my mind when I see these. Something like this. Just a box, right? Like here, can I pull this up? Oh my gosh, it won't let me show you. Okay. Just a sealed box of starter decks. If I can get this thing to show you guys. There we go. Sealed box of starter decks. That's what I I think when when you start talking about these right here. And and you guys know I love Digimon, so it's like, of course I'm gonna go for something like this. Cause they're not they're not that expensive. So I'd love to have this for my sealed collection, right? Um I have a decent amount of Digimon stuff that's sealed and it's not crazy expensive. You're not going to pay three, $4,000 for, you know, a, a sealed box of starter decks and it just looks cool. You know, the packaging looks cool. Um, this, you know, reminds me of being a kid. So stuff like this, it's on my list. I don't know if I'm going to buy it immediately, but it's there on the radar. Uh, just it's unique, right? It's different. All right, moving on. The next piece here, this one, this one, I almost made a purchase earlier this week. Yep, we're back on it again. <clears throat> we're talking about graded booster packs. 
And if you guys take a look at which booster packs I'm talking about, I kind of, I'm looking at stuff that you can't find. Um, looking at Magma versus Team Aqua. I'm looking at Platinum. We're looking at, um, what's it called? Uh, Gym Challenge. That's a first edition pack, by the way. I just, I know that we, I know that we talked about the controversy uh, of the company, the third party company that was sealing these things and grading them and authenticating them with PSA. That was a big deal with the whole Logan Paul, you know, fake box thing. I totally get that, but these are cheap. Um, these are super cheap. And, uh, I just, I have a gut feeling that not every single vintage pack that's out there is just fraudulent and people are resealing these and sending them in to get graded. I just don't believe that in my heart at all. Um, and they're cheap. They're, they're underpriced. Like you can go find, I'm just without, without getting into any specifics, right? That platinum Arceus pack is like 600 bucks. I'm willing to bet that if you wanted to buy a sealed blister, it's probably around the same price, if not more, which blows my mind. It's like, that's already graded. It's protected. Um, it, it just blows my mind that, that people wouldn't want to just get that, you know? And I feel like this, is, this protects your stuff a lot easier, right? You could get a box. You put these in a box. They're never going to get damaged. If anything gets damaged, it's going to be the plastic. Um, so I'm looking at these. Uh, I'm looking at like, uh, what's it called? Ruby Sapphire type stuff. We're looking at Heart Gold, Soul Silver like we were before, right? This is back on my radar. Um, Aqua, Magma. We're looking at uh, Rocket. We're looking at challenge, Gym Challenge, Gym Heroes. Um, I'm looking at a lot of like the EX era too. I tried to, I tried to look at uh, Aquapolis, Expedition, and Sky Ridge, and it's just it's too damn expensive. I don't want to pay that kind of money right now. So I'm looking at stuff that I think is low. Like when I see these packs around 300 to 500, maybe 600 bucks, I'm like, that's that's almost the same as like a regular pack, just loose. You know what I mean? And and you take that chance when you're buying from someone on eBay. You already taken that chance that someone's resealed it, and they're sending you a dud. You know, so at least with this, you know, it's gone through, it's gone through so many different filters, right? Um, and you just got to trust the system. Is that's where I'm kind of going with this. Is that I don't think you know, BBB or whatever they were, BBEC, <laughs> I forgot their name, BBCE, BBBB, those guys, you know, I don't think they're just out like, hey, you know, oh, let, let's go ahead and certify all of these packs, right? I don't think they're doing that. Um, I don't think they're just saying these are all, you know, oh, this guy sent in a fake pack. Let's, let's certify it. I don't think people think like that. I don't think people are doing business like that. I think they just got got on that first edition box, that case, and, you know, they paid for it, but I, I still think that there is some serious value in these graded booster packs. Much easier to display, by the way. That's these just look way easier to display. All right, sorry about that little rant, but I I hope you kind of see where I'm going with this. No one's really talking about this stuff. Number three this week. Yep, some modern Digimon, modern Digimon, uh, specifically the alternate arts. From Classic Collection. PSA 10s. Right? Now. I'm not buying. I'm not buying any PSA 10s. I want you guys. I have not bought any PSA 10s yet. 
what I'm doing right now is that because these cards are coming back from grading and we're seeing some being listed, right? I want to see where the prices go with these. Um, I want to see just the first couple sales. I don't need to see a hundred sales. I just need to see the first couple because it may be a great time to scoop up PSA 10 alternate arts when nobody cares about them. Maybe an amazing, I'm talking, you might pay a hundred, two hundred dollars for these things. And these might be like well over a grand in the near future. Or it could go the other way. They could be hot right now and people are paying, you know, five, six, seven hundred plus, and they go down in value over time. I'm kind of leaning on the side that no one's really paying attention to these and these will go for a couple hundred dollars each. And that's extremely cheap when you know how hard it is to grade these cards, right? We've all seen it. You open a booster box at Digimon, every card is nicked. Every card has something, something that's going to give it a nine. We all know that. So this would be one of the few instances where I say, hey, I'm just going to let someone else do the work for me. I'll take your 10 off your hands because I believe that the price of this card is going to go up over time. I also think that the populations are going to stay fairly low on these because you guys have seen it, right? That the black, the black back or the black and blue backs on that modern Digimon, they show every blemish. And I think that's what's plaguing these with PSA 8s, PSA 9s. So if you can get your hands on a 10 for a cheap price, I think it's a great time. I also wanted to add that out of all three of these cards right here, I'm looking more closely at the War Greymon because that is a tribute to the Taco Bell art that, that the original print was on. Um, and if you look at the Taco Bell War Greymon, the TB12 uh, card, War Greymon promo from Taco Bell, he is very expensive compared to what he was two years ago or a year and a half ago, right? Um, I was buying that card for 30, 40 bucks, 50 bucks. He is now double, triple that price. And all the cards I'm seeing are in much worse condition. Like, I used to think they were beat before. No, they're beat now. And people were trying to get, they're like, I'm going to sell this card to you for 125 bucks. And it is just beat. Um, so if anything, if there's any sort of like catalyst that happens with Digimon, I think the Taco Bell promo. War Greymon, and I think the Classic Collection reprint of that same War Greymon, they're going to have um, a lot of people looking for them. I just, I kind of feel it. I'm not positive, but that's just what my gut tells me. If there's going to, you know what I mean? And I think Analog Youth is going to be a huge one too, but these are just cooler in my opinion. These, they look amazing. You know what I mean? Like, they look like the old cards we used to have on steroids. Absolutely love it. All right, moving on. Number two this week, more Digimon, more, more, more. Okay, so we're back on vintage Digimon, but we're not talking about Digibattle. We're not talking about sealed starter decks. We're talking about the animated series cards, right? Now, this box you're looking at here, again, is a Euro box. The Euro boxes aren't sealed. They only come with 24 packs or so. Um, or is this 16 packs? I can't remember. Uh, they don't come with as many packs as the American boxes that are sealed. Um, but they're cheaper, right? They're, they're much more cost efficient. They're fun to open. Uh, you're going to see a lot of the anime artwork on these cards. 
And uh, you know, I'm 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 looking at the animated series just because you have how do I say this? You have like you have like three different audiences with Digimon. It's it's absolutely nuts. So you have your Digibattle guys. Obviously, I'm in that boat. Um then you have the animated series guys, right? And if you if you're not one of those two, you're probably collecting like Alpha Evolve. So there's there's a there's like small little clicks of Digimon um, and the animated series cards are becoming more and more popular, right? Like some people just are getting those and they don't, they don't care about Digibattle. And I thought that was interesting and I haven't opened a lot of this stuff. So I'm like, Hey, I need to, I need to open some too and see what, see what this is about. See if I actually like it. Um, if opening the packs is rewarding and, you know, feels fun, we're going to be all over it. Um, so keeping my eyes on animated series. They're not too expensive either, by the way. We've we've been ta- we've been talking about this. We could do it for a box break. They're not that bad. All right, number one this week. I am beating you guys over with this stuff, but I got to show you again. Digimon again. Digimon is dominating the top five for me. Right. Um. This is the Taco Bell promos that they used to give out in kids meals back in the day. So this is the Digivice. It's like a you know plastic Digivice that comes with metal cards inside of it. And then it also came with actual Digibattle promos, which you can see on the top of that little toy there. Um, I did buy some, okay? So that's why it's number one this week, because I did buy some. You can get them for like $30 to $50 sealed. It really just depends if you shop around and send those offers. Some people are trying to sell these for $60, $70 plus. Some people are trying to sell them for $100. Go get yourself some sealed ones um, and, uh, you know, try to get them for as cheap as possible. Excuse me. The thing about this, what I want to do is I actually want to create, like, you know, maybe behind me or, you know, somewhere in the display area. I wanted to create a Digimon Taco Bell display, like a throwback display. So I was actually going to go on eBay and buy a Taco Bell LED light like that you would find at a restaurant, put that up on a shelf. I was going to get the Digivices and find some nice stands, kind of like the ones we have behind us here, light them up, and then get some cards graded from the Taco Bell series and put them up on the stand and then have, you know, some some old school Taco Bell advertisements, things like that on the display. I think it would look amazing. So that's where I'm going with that. I bought some. That's why it's number one. Um, because, yeah, it was, it was a real thing this week. Bought some Taco Bell Digimon. I actually went to Taco Bell, too, the day I was buying Digimon. Had to get the full experience of being a kid again. I want to say when me and Devin were kids, too. When me and Devin were younger, we probably had maybe two or three of these Digivices. I don't even remember the promos that I had. Um, I just remember the Digivices and the metal cards. I don't even know what I did with the promos. I probably had like Palmon or something like that. You know, like it definitely wasn't more Greymon. I can tell you that. But um, yeah, cool stuff. Definitely nostalgic. All right, moving on to Bid Wars. Here we go. Yeah. 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 All right, Bid Wars. If you don't know what Bid Wars is, it's one of our newest segments where we look at eBay auctions online 
and we take small bets on whether or not the price is going to go under or over a specific number based on last sold data and information, things like that. So we look at the sale prices. We're like, okay, last time it sold, it went for this. It also sold for this, this, and this. What's our guess under over? That's what it is. We also, oh, we also have a new tab in the Discord where you can participate in this segment. You can actually take under over bets. And we've been betting Gengar coin. Gengar coin. It's been real fun. So uh, we just locked in the bets tonight. And we will have, uh, you know, our winners and losers pay up. It's kind of fun. Just a fun little gambling thing for us. Here we go. We had uh, the Dark Magician Girl last week. Let's see what we said. I said it was going to be under 150. Let's go ahead and take a look at the results. Oh my goodness, no! Dang! Okay, we lost on that. It went for 164. What were the other prices? Oh my goodness. Man, Yu-Gi-Oh! Gosh dang it. Okay, we took an L on that. I want to say a lot of us... A lot of you guys voted that it was going to go over. I want to say you did. Wait, uh, let's see. Oh my gosh, 10 people said over, 3 people said under. So that's not really a big loss for us, actually, because, yeah, the the 10 people who voted over, you're going to get, you know, a 1,500 coin lot. There you go. Okay. Let's go to Yu-Gi-Oh! for this week. This will be fun. So we got Ghost from the Past 2 coming out. Um, so let's take a look at Ghost from the Past number 1. And, you know, this is a card that I'm actually very interested in. So I, I need to follow it because I was supposed to buy one of these when they released. I totally dropped the ball on that. Um, so we're talking Dark Magician Ghost Rare from Ghost from the Past, PSA 10. The last time one of these sold... Uh, Someone accepted an offer at $3,150. Let's take a look at the auction. We have six days left, and the starting bid is at 3000 So there are no bids on this, but there are 16 people watching. This is interesting because you don't have a lot of wiggle room here. When you look at what it sold for, 3150 and you're starting the, uh, the, the auction at 3000 it doesn't give your customers a lot of room to play. What do I think here? I'm 24 and 15, right? We're still over 500, so that that's great. Um, gosh dang it. Why did I pick that? Okay. I'm going to say there's just not a lot of sales info on this. Like, you had one sale since February. Someone's got to bid 3,000. I'm saying it goes... I'm saying it goes over 3,000. It's got to. Yeah, I'm going over. Remember, we just talked about this too. We know that the new Ghost from the Past 2 is going to have easier pull rates than the first one. We, we, we saw that in an article last week. Um, so I feel like this Dark Magician's value is only going to go up with that news. So I'm going to go over 3,000. I also love the Dark Magician. I believe in this card long term. I think this is like one of the grails of Yu-Gi-Oh! In modern Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, 
I think it rates it. I think it rates it. We only got one one sale, but I'm going over. I'm going over. Ivan's going 30-50 with a last-minute snipe. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right. Let's take a look at this Lugia from last week. We had uh, previous sales at 390 350 and 285 for the PSA 10. Um, I said it was going to go over 350 What did you guys say? Eight of us said it's going over. Or no, five of us said it's going over. Eight of us said it's going under. Let's check it out. 455 lock in the W. Let's go. So check this out. There were eight people that said it was going to go under. There were only five people that said it was going over. So the, there's going to be a much bigger pot because you had eight people lose. They have to pay 250 each. There's only five people that get that 250. So that was a good pot for us. Let's go. Five people win the pot on that one. Very cool. Okay. So that was the Lugia there. I'll take the dub. Two for two. Keep it coming. Nice. Good job, Nick. Okay. This is uh, Pokemon this week. This is so important, guys. This is so important for our longtime listeners, right? I'm talking guys that have been listening to us since September of 2020. What did we say about Champions Path Charizard? Remember, we bought early. I said that this card was going to be good. You know, when I buy cards, I'm not looking at the short term. I'm not looking at three months. We need to talk six, nine, 12 months and beyond. This card is going to be almost two years old. And look at this. The price is actually rising on the PSA 10 Champions Path Charizard. Now, does that mean I think it's going to be the greatest card in the world? No, 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 no. But it's a testament to the amount of patience that I tell you guys you need to have, right? Because what happened What happened six months ago? I was telling you guys, hey, this Charizard tanked, but I still stand by what I said long term. And look at this, 472, 390, 465, 435, and 449. Now, I want to say about six, nine months ago, this card was selling for like 300 in a 10. Absolutely crazy. So it had this massive, you know, started at the top, went all the way down to like 300 bucks. I'm sure it went down to 250 in some cases. And now we're having it come up just a little bit. Now, this may not sustain forever. Keep that in mind. This might actually just hit four or 500 bucks a couple times and then pfft, no one cares again. That could totally happen. But... When you play the patience game, like I said, because I never sold my 10, never sold it. I still have it, right? Because I believe in this card. I, I like the card. Very important that you guys remember that. And I'm sure a lot of the OGs remember that. Here we go. We got six days left. The current bid is 390 with 50 bidders. Holy crap. Okay, so we're at 390. And... Let's see what the previous sales data was. Okay, we got 472, 390, 465, 435, 449. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so we got we got 
three sales at, at or above 450. We have two sales under 450. I'm going to go over 450. I'm going over 450 on the Zard. And that's simply because we have three sales at or above 450. We only have two that are at or below 450. And even that one that's at 435 isn't that much further below. So I'm going over on the Charizard 450. Lock it in. Nick's with me on the 450. All right. Here we go. Very good. Okay. Now let's take a look at our Digimon for last week. This one was going to be tough. I remember this one. So we had the June premiere event, uh, Greymon, in a PSA 9. Now, the interesting thing about this, if you guys remember, was he's selling raw for 400 bucks, but we didn't have any sales data on what a graded one sells for. And I believe I said it's going to go for under 500. I took the safe bet. It's going to go under 500. Let's see what we got. Oh, yes. 425 on the money. Let's go. We're two and one this week. That's what I'm talking about. So 425 and that that's that is insane to me because look at this, guys. Hold on. That's nuts because it sells for 420 raw. That is nuts. I, I This guy must have graded it when it first came out. There's just no way that he did. <laughs> wow, that dude got wrecked. <clears throat> 420 raw versus 425 PSA 9 sale price. That's crazy. That is nuts. Okay, let's see how many people won that one. Um, let's see. On the Greymon, we had eight people say under, five people said over. So, yeah, the majority of us kind of voted okay on that one. Oh, wait, hold on. Whoops, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, do, do, do. Digimon, here we go. Oh, 10 people said under, three people said over. Is that right? I got the screenshots, but I'm not. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Now we're moving on to Dragon Ball. Oh, no, my bad. We got, we got this week's newcomer. So we have the... War on PSA 10 Altart from Classic Collection. And again, um, it sells raw for 22 bucks. We don't have any PSA 10 sales info, which is always going to be tough. Always going to be tough. So let's see here. <clears throat> let's take a look at the auction here. You have six bids. It's at $23. Four days left. Okay, so what I like to do in these situations is I think, I mean, you could 10x the price and that would put you at $220. And I feel like that's not, that's not impossible to ask for. Like, that's very reasonable. I'm going to say over 220 I'm going over 220 on the War Greymon. That just seems right. Like I could see this thing going for 240. 
I could also see it going for 500, but I think 220 is not hard to ask, and that's 10xing the raw price. That's all I'm doing. I'm 10xing the raw price. Puts us at 220. I think that's an easy over. I think it's a fair bet. Like, that's not under. I don't see it going under 180 bucks. I can tell you that. I'm kind of torn between 180 and 220 because it could totally just flop and not make it. It, it could. This guy could sell for 180 bucks and it just, you know, I could believe that. I could totally believe that because you're talking 10x from this current price at 220. Yeah, we're going over. Over 220, that's my bet. Who's going under? Is anyone going under on that? Yeah, that just seems like an easy one. Okay. Now, let's move on to the Dragon Ball for last week. Mixed card box. What's up, man? Finally able to catch a live episode. Yeah. What's up? How's it going? We are just doing our uh, bid wars segment. We're almost done with it. But um, yeah, if you ever miss a live episode, they're always available for replay or you could just check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple, etc. All right. Let's take a look at Dragon Ball for last week. We had the PSA 10 Goku and Frieza Miraculous Conclusion. We had uh, pretty much sales at 650 and 600. What did we say? We said it was going to go under 650. Let me see how many of us voted that. All right. Looks like three people said over and nine people said under. Here we go. I said, what did I say? <laughs> Wait, what did I say? Hold on. It doesn't matter what you guys said. It matters what I said. I said under 650. Oh, 565. Lock it in. There we go. So that is three and one. We went three and one this week. We're back on track, guys, because we went three and one last week. Amazing. So we are six and two in the last two weeks. Very good. Arturo, what's up? Bid War segment. I like it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and uh, it looks like a lot of us did well. Um, nine of us won on that one. Three of us lost on that one. 565. All right. And now let's look at this week's Dragon Ball. This one's going to be tough, guys, because I think a lot of us believe in this card. A lot of us know where this card came from, and if you just look at it, it's an absolute banger. Uh, this is Sun Goku Soul Striker Reborn. This came from the Bandai promotion, where you, Bandai sweepstakes, uh, where if you basically entered the sweepstakes, the first like 30,000 people that entered got a free booklet of Digimon cards and this Dragon Ball Super promo that came with Goku Rose as well. And you put them together, and it forms a Shenron in the middle. It's an amazing card. Um, but it's not that expensive, right? I guess if there's 30,000 copies, that's why. But anyways, uh, we had some recent sales at 155 for just 110. Uh we had a sale at 9655 and then we had the pair sell for 216. So that would be what 108 each. So we have 155, 108 and 96. Those are the three price points that we have. Uh let's take a look at the auction. 
Here we go. We got three bidders so far, $13. Let's take a look what I want to bet here. Okay. 155. Let me do some math. 108 plus 155 plus, let's go 97. Divide that by three. We're talking 120 is the median price. <clears throat> I'm going to say over 120. I don't think it's impossible to ask that. I oh, dang. I don't know. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. It sold for 155. Then it was 108. Then it was 96. Okay. Now that 96 was in February. That was two months ago. The 108 was in February two months ago. It is now April and it's at 155. So is that appreciation or is that just a lucky outlier? Average price is 120 across these three sales. I'm going to say over 120. That's not impossible to believe. We're going over 120. That's, that's great. Anyone who can get that card for 120 to 10 is winning. Yeah, over 120. We have four overs across the board next week. Nick is four for four. Holy cow. Are you really four for four? You know I took screenshots. I'm going I'm to check you. Hold on now. Yep, he got that one. He got that one. Wait, wait, wait. Where are you at there? I don't think I saw you on... Oh, here you go. Yep, okay. Okay. That is true. Yeah, Nick did. Okay. Nick is definitely 4 for 4. Awesome. All right, so we're going over on that and that is it for Bid Wars this week. We will check those uh stats next week. I'm 24 and 15. We add three more wins this week and one loss, so that actually puts me at 27 and 16. I will take that. All right, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoy the segment. Keep continuing to to participate in the discord it's very fun for all of us to bet again winners take the losers gengar coin gengar coin is our discord uh, currency that you can use it will have more utility in the future right now it's just for fun okay here we go guys gengar's grabs gengar's grabs is our segment all about you guys and what you bought this week with your trading cards. So how do you get into Gengar's Grabs? All you got to do is join our Discord by clicking any of the links in our descriptions. You can also email us at thepokytowerpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on TikTok. I will get you the link to get in the cord. And then you just share what you buy every week. That's what you do. And then we rank it up here in the Gengar's Grabs tab. Here we go. Number five this week, Big Tony. Getting a Goku SPR. Uh, we had just talked about SPRs, you know, a few weeks ago. This is Ultra Instinct Goku, right? Um, we just talked about this. It's been in the top five for maybe like the last three or four weeks that I was buying Dragon Ball SPRs and promos and things of that nature because I think the game is in the artwork with Dragon Ball, right? Especially with iconic characters like Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Frieza, Beerus, Trunks, all the good characters. You know, everyone thinks that when you're playing Dragon Ball, you got to get the secret rare or you got to get the god rare, right? Which would be amazing hits. But don't forget that in Dragon Ball, SPRs can in some cases be case hits, right? You only get one. 
It could be uh, also in some cases could be the rarest hit you can get in a given set. For example, Galactic Battles. Galactic Battles, there was no secret rares in the set. The highest rarity you could get was an SPR. So at the time, SPRs were like the pinnacle of the Dragon Ball card game. When you do your research and find the right cards, you will see that some SPRs outperform some secret rares. Very good grab. <clears throat> Number four this week. Chonky Boy with a Cobb Vanth Chase. Limited edition Funko. I just thought that was cool. If you guys, you know what? If we could get Chonky to share more in the Show Your Collection tab, the dude's got insane toy collections. It's actually really refreshing to see. Um, when I see his videos on TikTok, I'm always liking them just because it's cool to see the toys, man. Um, very, it's different. It's unique. You don't see a lot of people collecting the to- the toys. Um, yeah, and he's got a insane Digimon toy collection, by the way. But yeah, I I have um I have a few limited chases. Let me see. I got one, two, three. I have three Chase Funkos. I mean, it's kind of cool. You know, I'm not a huge Funko um collector, but it's nice to see this stuff in the Discord. I can tell you that. Very refreshing. Number three this week, Fluky. Fluky Sage getting the number three spot because he bought two more copies of the Red Eyes Dark Dragoon. This is a great card to have. If you played the game, you know that this card was absolutely broken uh, when, when people used to play. I, don't, I think they banned him, right? They banned him finally. Um, but the Red Eyes Dark Dragoon, a fusion between Dark Magician and the Red Eyes Black Dragon. Amazing card. They do have a Starlight Rare out. Um, I need to get a copy of that Starlight Rare. But um, in my opinion, the Ultra is just classier. I guess that's how you could say it. Classier, right? The Starlight might be more valuable, but the Ultra is just that classy throwback to the original Yu-Gi-Oh. You have two legendary monsters, Dark Magician and Red-Eyes Black Dragon Fusion in an Ultra Rare, right? And Ultras used to be like top tier back in the day. So that's why I kind of think it's more of like a classy play. This card is like fifty to seventy dollars raw. Uh in a PSA ten, he's gonna go for a couple hundo. I think upwards of like five, six hundred dollars in a ten. So amazing, amazing card. Red Eyes Dragoon got super expensive raw. Did he move up? Let's take a look at that. Let's take a look. Um let's go to eBay. I'm gonna see that. Red Eyes, Dark Dragoon. Go to sold items, blah, 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 blah. When I was buying him, he was about 40 to $70. What is he doing? Oh my gosh, 122 Are you serious? Wow, 90 125 100 127 what? Wow. Okay, yeah, he went up quite a bit. Oh my gosh. It makes you regret, man. Like I wish I would have bought more copies when uh when he was forty to seventy dollars. I think Devin has two copies. I only have one, but I think Devin has two copies. Number two this week. ATM got some insane grabs. So let's talk about this, okay? Um, the first part is, let me move you guys out the way. The first part is he got the Goku uh, secret rare 
from the vending video game promo, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it's one of the nicest Dragon Ball cards ever made. Um, extremely hard to get. If you actually look up the stats on how you earn this card, very low chance you're going to get one. Um, so we had, we had it in the top five for I don't know how many weeks. I still have yet to get one. I will get one, but um, it was in the top five for at least at least four to six weeks, right? A great card. He got it in a nine. Then he got the sell from, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he got the sell from Union Force. And then he's got some Weiss Schwarz. So this dude just absolutely went ham this week. Um, insane cards. That's a great card. Uh, remember when we talked about that, that sell, it's because we were looking at the SPR Vegito that's also in Union Force. Not the secret rare Vegito that everyone knows, right? Because that was the first secret rare ever printed. But I was like, hey, if you look at the SPRs, right? Because I think a PSA 10 of that sell went for like 400 something. Um, and then the Vegito sells for much less. And his population is also much lower. So that tells me nobody's grading it. Um, the artwork is very nice. Um, and I think, I think there's some opportunity there. So I was like, Hey, get the cell or get the Vegito. He went with the cell there. So I'm all for it. Amazing grabs. You guys are not going to believe who got number one this week. Any guesses on who got number one? I'll give you a second. Give you one sec. All right. Number one this week is an insane grab. Okay. Omega Saiyan Mon. Now it's a PSA 5 Tyler Hero, right? But let me tell you something. He got this card for $2. Slab and all. Got it for $2, dude. <laughs> That's like nuts. I don't know. How do you, even if you, even, I don't, I mean, even if you graded the card for, for 10 bucks, you're still at a loss. You're at an 80% loss. Um, absolutely nuts. To get a slab for $2, I don't think we're ever going to beat that. Remember when we had the, we had a little contest back in the day, who could get the cheapest slab? We were getting slabs for like 10 bucks, seven bucks. Someone got a chat, a tab, a slab, a slab for like six. We got it down to like as low as like five bucks, I think. Right? We got like people were buying slabs for five dollars. Omega comes out and gets a slab for two dollars. And that's that is the feat in its own, right? It doesn't have to do with the rarity or the grade. It's it's just nuts. <laughs> he got a slab for two dollars for two dollars. You can't even you know you can't even buy like there's like pack of gum, like packs of gum on eBay that aren't even two dollars. This is absolutely nuts when you think about it. So that is the number one winner uh, this week for Gengar's Grabs. Just a funny story overall. I love that he got it for $2. That's Guys, I mean, if you can do this for any card, you got some skills, right? That man needs a crown. Yeah. You know what? We're going to have to we're going to have to whip out the um what's it called? The uh the low baller reward. Remember that? Remember the low baller uh like PNG JPEG that I made? I got to go find it. It has like collectibles guru on it. It says like low ball something. I'm going to find it. I will find it. We got to post it back in the discord. We'll go ahead and give that to Omega. 
because uh, it's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Great job. Again, this has nothing to do with rarity. You know, what kind of flex it was. It's just a $2 slab. It's just, I mean, look at the MLC. He's got perfect technique going there. <laughs> Whoever sold it was hurting. I know, right? That is hilarious. So funny. All right, and that is it for Gengar's Grabs. Thank you guys for continuing to send in your cards every week. It makes it fun for me. This was hilarious. I love the story behind it. And obviously, you guys are getting a kick out of it too. So, all right. Gengar's Grabs. Very fun this week. Okay, now we're moving on to March Madness. Here we go. Right. March Madness. You're probably wondering, like, wait, how are we doing March Madness when you didn't give us a bracket to vote on this week? How is that even possible? Well, it's because I'm presenting to you a new idea today. Here we go. So if you don't know what March Madness is, it's one of our newer segments where we make NCAA style brackets and we compare cards, players, sets, etc. Right. So our last set of brackets was favorite characters in, in specific genres. So we had the best character in Yu-Gi-Oh, the best character in Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Digimon. Then once we did those brackets, we broke it down to a final four and it was Yu-Gi-Oh versus Pokemon versus Dragon Ball versus Digimon. And Goku turned out to be the number one character amongst all these characters. That was just last week. Now we're going to start a new bracket. And that is going to be the Major League Collecting Championship. <clears throat> the Major League Collecting Championship is going to be a tournament about you guys. Let me, let me get this back on me. So, the Major League Collecting Championship is going to be a bracket that I'm going to make with your guys' cards in it. So what's going to happen is you can send... There's, there's rules. I got I to gotta make sure I say this clearly. But basically, the Major League Collecting Championship is going to be a bracket to where you get to compete to have one of your cards graded by me, Major League Collecting, okay? I'll slab it up, do everything on the house. How do you play? Well, you got to be, you got to be a part of our Discord because we're gonna, we do the voting on the Discord, um, and that's how you get your card on these brackets. The second part. You need to have a, co a code, a, a card that fits Major League Collecting's grading criteria. The most important part being your card has to be at least 10 years of age or older. I don't care about the TCG. I don't care about the genre. I don't care about the rarity. I don't care if it's the rarest card in the world or if it's the cheapest card in the world. Make sure that your card is at least 10 years of age or older. Why? Because with Major League Collecting, that's the staple of major league collecting is that we're collecting vintage cards at a high level because anyone can get a gem mint modern card. It's, it's not that hard, right? Like it's not impossible to get a, a modern card that's mint. So there's skill in finding vintage cards in mint condition. That's what major league collecting is about. So any card in your personal collection, not a slab, it needs to be a raw card, right? A raw card. 
Any card you want, right? Here's one right here. Look, boom. A Digi Egg of Courage, right? It's just an option card from Digi Battle. But maybe that's your favorite card. And you're like, hey, I want to enter this in the contest. What you'll do is you send an email to the Podcast at gmail.com. Send an email to me by next Monday, right? What's the date? The date would be Monday, May 2nd. You need to have your a picture of your card emailed to me Monday, May 2nd. Now, if you're asking, well, why can't I send it to you in the Discord? <clears throat> it's because I want it to be anonymous. I want to make sure that the best card wins and it has nothing to do with the person who's submitting the card. So it's going to be anonymous. All you're going to see is a bracket with a bunch, bunch of vintage cards on it, and we're going to vote on which one is cooler, more rare, more popular, you know, whatever. Better artwork, better character. However you want to grade it, it's going to be up to the Discord to vote which card makes it to the next round. Whoever makes it to the final round will get a free Major League Collecting submission to me. All you got to do is pack it up, send it, I will grade it, and you'll get the Major League Collecting experience. If you don't know what Major League Collecting is, that is my grading I don't want to say company, but it's, 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 it is my grading company. That's what it is. Um, I have different standards, right? We don't run off of 1 through 10 grading scale. We run off of near mint or better. So near mint or better, meaning, you know, you, hit, you either hit the standard or you don't. Um, with Major League Collecting, if you don't hit the standard, you receive a grade called no grade, right? If your card is near mint or better... Then you get to receive a medal, which could be a bronze, silver, or gold. And you can kind of think of those grades as 7, 8, 9, 10, right? It's, it's based off of that. So a silver is going to land you somewhere between an 8 and a 9 condition, or 8.5, 9 condition. Gold is going to be that 9.5, 10 condition. Bronze is going to be 7 to maybe 8 condition. That's how it works. If you get a no grade, it's likely that your card is a six or lower at any company, right? So that's how it works. Um, <clears throat> and it's going to be fun. So we have, shoot, I want to say we have about half a dozen entrants. I would like to get at least 10 people to start this bracket. But if we come in with six or eight next week, then that's all we're going to do. Um, and that'll be that. So... Major League Collecting Championship, that'll be up to you guys on what cards we vote for. Um, and that'll be in the Discord. That's how you'll vote every week. I'll make the bracket here very shortly. And what else? I'm trying to think. Oh, the other thing. The other bracket I'm going to do is I will create a Greasy's Collecting Championship. And what that is is I'm going to make a bracket of my personal favorite cards in my collection. And we will go ahead and see what the favorite card is that everyone votes for in my collection. And you guys, one, it gets to show you guys what cards I have. Two, um, I guess I will get to know what the Discord thinks is, you know, the, the best card I have. <clears throat> this seems like it's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. I, I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really cool. Because uh, it's going to be an anonymous bracket, um, and we just get to we get to pick stuff just because we like it, you know. Instead of being told what what we do or don't like, or what's rare, what's not rare, everything is going to be chosen 
based off of just pure preference. And I think that's one of the coolest things about this bracket. It also gives you an idea of like what people actually think, right? Because you can always say, well, this card's more expensive and this card's more rare. But when you remove those price tags and you just show someone a card, it gives you such an honest outlook of someone's opinion, right? Oh, that's awesome. Because then you realize price doesn't matter and all that other cool stuff. So it should be really fun. Get your submissions in to the Podcast at gmail.com. Send a photo of your card and your name so that way I know who it is. Um, and then we're going to duke this out. We're going to have fun. All right. <clears throat> that was a lot of talking. I'm, I'm like losing my voice today. Um, and that is, that is it for episode 81 of the podcast, guys. I don't have anything else unless you have any questions. We are not doing a TCG Battle Royale this week just because everything is the same. It's been dead. Um, we need a new set to come out before I can give a new analysis. But same old, same old, right? Next adventure is still going to be number four. Um, number three is going to be Brilliant Stars just because I think um, with that Charizard alternate art, Literally carrying that set on its back right now. It's the only reason why it's number three this week. Number two, Battle of Chaos, because I think it's one of the better sets Yu-Gi-Oh's put out in a long time. It features Dark Magician, which is arguably the most popular character in the game. Um, and then number one, Dragon Ball, because you have a God Rare, right? That couple thousand dollar card, people are going crazy for it. People are ripping all the sealed product, which is making the sealed product prices go up, Right. So um, everything's, everything's the same. Nothing's changed much there. I didn't want to beat you guys over the head with it. But that is it for the uh, episode 81 this week. Any questions? If you haven't yet, make sure you get in on the, on the box break. We are all sold out of Realm of the Gods, but we still have packs available for 2005 Tops the Batman. Now, those are just vintage cards. There's nothing crazy about it. I think they have some magnet insert and... Um, sketch cards inserted in there those would be the chases that we're trying to get but the reward for buying the batman packs is that you get two entries you get two entries for every pack you buy uh to win the psa 9 kabutops hollow which is going away for free it's going to a new home for free this friday um so if you want to try and get a shot at that grab yourself a couple packs remember the first 25 orders on this box break also get a free digimon alpha evolve card from our member jake AKA paperclip and keep in mind some of those alpha evolve cards sell for over like 20 to 30 bucks on their own. He's giving them out for free. It's absolutely nuts. It's got really good giveaway. Um, so that's it guys go to the pokytower.com to get your orders in and that's it. All right. <laughs> Appreciate your perspective knowledge on just the hobby in general, dude. Firm freaking handshakes. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. That's it guys. We will see you guys next week. I hope Devin's back next week. We can get back to doing what we do all the time. All right. Later, guys.